And welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. What? I've decided my screen because I'm going to ask you some questions in a oh, minute. Okay, you look sir. straight at my laptop. How are you, mate? Well, it's fine if you try to oh, cheat the test. I can't see through the microphone now. So oh, okay, go on. fair enough. Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. End of another busy week. Bank holiday weekend looms. Yes, three days off. We could have probably done trucks then, couldn't we? We normally we don't go because it's yeah, how no. far it is. But yeah, you're not a fan of the track anyway, though, are you? It's not the worst. Okay, what is the worst? Snetterton. Are you just basing that on last time out and how I'm mediocre the racing was? It was also mediocre the year before, mm-hmm. and I think the year before that. It's not. It's not a great track for overtaking. For I think for this series, it's not a great track. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. We'll see how the racing pans out this weekend. To we will. Whether, to whether your opinions are correct. Um, well, my opinion can't be wrong. <laughs> we can. We can have a really good weekend this weekend. Yeah, but that would prove my opinion. But an opinion can't be wrong. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, we've cooled down a little bit from Snap. Oh, thank God. Thankfully. We've had a nice dose of rain overnight. We have. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to be a wet weekend at Thruxton, though. No, so the weather forecast for Thruxton this weekend is a 23 degrees, sunny intervals and a gentle breeze. Yeah, not much sign of rain at all. Um, So I don't think we should have any issues. There is the slightest chance on Saturday near qualifying. Um, But yeah, I expect it to be a fully dry weekend, um, much like earlier in the season. That said, we are recording on a Thursday night and this is Britain, so the weather can change very, very quickly. Um, Could have snow, probably. Maybe not. I'd love to see him race in the snow. Yeah, so would I, actually. Um, but, yeah, moving on to Thruxton, then, this weekend. Yep, so an 11-corner circuit, 2.36 miles. The first BTC race here was in 1968. And the qualifying lap record goes to... Camish. Um, you did look at my blood. No, I didn't. Okay, have Cam- I got that? You have. Was that back in 2019? 2020. 2020. Uh, 1 minute 15, 2. Uh, and the race lap record is? Ingram? You definitely looked at this screen. I have not. Have I got that? You have got that. Nice. Wow. I'm on form this week. That was Hopefully in... that will mean all my predictions are going to be spot on. What year was that in? Last year. No, 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, in terms of year... Your, your timetable this weekend. The touring cars are on at eleven forty-five. Uh, they are then on early start. Yes, comparatively. Well, ten fifty is the first race, which yeah. is the Porsches. Uh, the second race is fourteen thirty-five, and your final race is seventeen twenty. There is a mini race afterwards, which I always like think is a good idea to have. Yes, a race after the tour is uh, all on ITV four. I think this weekend as yep. well. Uh, so there should be no people on Facebook moaning that it didn't record. They split it between two. Why did nobody tell me? I, do you, have you ever had an issue with your recording of them? Yeah, the first time I did when they did the first split because I didn't tell ITV One that I also what it, it was yeah. my fault. I yeah, forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. to press the record. It's my fault. I, I can't blame anybody but myself. But I've I've never had it where my box has gone. Oh, it's not recorded it, even though I've told it to. 
No, I never had that problem. Sorry. No, no, no. But I always enjoy the, oh, it's split, nobody told me. <laughs> Do you want a postal? Do you come through your post? I mean, we, t- we try and tell people every week, don't we? Oh, yeah, and so do the sport, to be fair. Yeah, As, yeah. yeah. and do the drivers and anything, yeah. 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 I don't know what else to suggest. No, it's all over social media and stuff like that, so... But anyway, there'll be no such problems this weekend, as it's all on one channel. So, Cook, the king of Thruxton... Yes. Uh, maybe disputed, but... Know, he's got the most he, wins here. He, had, he does have the most wins here. Are we going to see the same as what we saw earlier in the season from him? No, no. I'm glad we agree on that. I think we've seen development from all the all the uh, teams. I think partly you can disregard some of the earlier stuff yep. from this season because it was quite early on into the season, and the cars have come a long way since then. And yeah, we know the Honda goes well here normally, but the BMWs have found good form here overall over the last couple of seasons. The Hyundai has an engine that's just ferocious inside it. Sutton is driving, or well, seems to have got the uh, level of that car now uh, under control and even last time out Thruxton he took three thir- uh, three thirds in a car that he still wasn't particularly happy with so yeah, yeah I, I've and given the complete lack of power in Cook's car no I don't see it being a Cook dominated weekend no yeah so he has had seven wins in the last 12 rounds at Thruxton no, which he, yeah. is a phenomenal record yeah the, the, Honda the, pace, goes brilliantly. the pace that he's shown in this second half of the season as it were has just been almost non-existent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And I just don't see how... Uh, I think if he does dominate, even bigger questions have to be asked as to why does it not work at any other yeah. circuit then? Because yeah. it hasn't worked in the last couple of rounds. His title charge is all but dead. and Well, I think it is dead. I, I don't see how he can possibly... Unless the WSR lorry gets lost en route and doesn't arrive in time, I don't see how he can make up the ground. I mean, back in 2020, we very much saw Honda dominate. Yeah. Um, obviously, with the double, um, two double podiums for Team Dynamics with Kamish and Neil. Are we expecting Dynamics to fight a bit harder this weekend? It's a good question, isn't it? I, I think they'll be more competitive than they have been in recent weekends for me. Something's not working this year, is it? Robottom is nowhere near the levels no, he was last year. And Shedden is very iffy as to whether which one turns up. I think if one was to, it'd be Shedden. I'm not overly convinced they will be at the sharp end, though. Um, I think things have to change at some point. Mm-hmm. And I think that the steps forward made by um, Motorbase, particularly the Napa side of things, and Hyundai, I, I just don't think you're going to see the dominance from the Hondas, necessarily. I, I don't really know why they go so well here, either. No, I can't quite understand it because they're meant to be really good on the brakes. And yeah. for me, there are two major braking zones into the first complex and coming into the final chicane. And apart from that, it's very much a momentum-based circuit, normally a power circuit, which you'd expect to get more from this year, certainly WSR and also the Hyundai's. Well, having said that, it's fairly universally agreed that that Honda is an incredible chassis. Yes, yeah. And that would help through the rolling corners, to be yeah. fair. And perhaps it's that bit smaller, that bit more nimble. It's, it's, it's my only thoughts on it. But no, I don't. I, I don't see a Cook domination this weekend, which means he's going to win all three races now. Obviously, <laughs> uh, but no, I I think it's going to be a front wheel drive circuit. I do. Okay. I do. We may differ a little this weekend then. Well, we do. If you look at twenty thirteen, sorry, twenty twenty even. 23rd? That, that's taking that a long, a way, long way back. Yeah, no rear-wheel drive car on the podium at all. 
in 2013. No, 2020. Why would I say 2013 for? Do you want to go time traveling? No. Is that what it is? Last year we had four out of the nine being rear-wheel drive cars. Um, oh, no, it was five because Sutton was a rear-wheel drive, wasn't he? Yes. So, Oliphant, Sutton, Oliphant, Turkington, Morgan. Yep. So, half were, and two were winners. That was in sort of Thruxton 2. And in Thruxton 1, we had one rear-wheel drive, one rear-wheel drive, then three. So, five again. So yeah. the podium is still slightly more dominated by real drive cars. Yes. It, it but, feels as if I've done more research this week. It's brilliant. But the winners and second places were both in front-wheel drive cars in yes. races one or two. I, I don't know. I, I still think front-wheel drive is, is going to be slightly more beneficial here. Slightly more. And it might be the level that's needed to try and cut down some of the ridiculous power that's coming out of the BMW engine. And, of course, no hybrid for Turkington in qualifying. And right, that doesn't seem to make a difference this season, mate. No, agree. We saw that last time out at Snetterton. The way that he was able to take pole position, although it was one of his final laps in qualifying, he did it with a good margin, and it was against two of his teammates. But was that a track? He was getting towed around by Jelly as well. But is it a track where a rear-wheel drive really helps? Yes. Because yeah. I don't think it helps as much here because it's not the same level of traction zones. No, no but I still think they carry a, a good amount of speed around the rest of the circuit. So you're expecting a bit of rear-wheel drive dominance this weekend as well, are you? Yeah, I am. And I think we're going to see Hill become a little more punchy. I agree um, with that. And Turkington, because of the <coughs> sort of like lead that he's got in the championship at the moment, I think he'll be a little more reserved. What, he, happy to sit there and bank the points? Exactly. He, he knows what it is to be a champion. <laughs> How many more quotes are you going to bang out? <laughs> I love Colin Turkington. That BMW is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I wish I was a BMW being driven by Colin Turkington. Oh dear. Yeah, I can see Colin just sitting <clears throat> sort of like inside the top five this weekend, being there or thereabouts, not letting his championship rivals get either too far ahead or too close to him from behind. Overtake when he needs to. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I can certainly see Jake Hill being a lot more punchy. I mean, last year... Across all six races here, he finished no lower than fourth, which is astounding. But he did finish 21st this year. Yes, I know. In race three. And actually, oh, that's 2020. I was going to say, okay. I was going to say you were wrong, but you were... I've got it in front of me, mate. Yeah. Um, so, right. Hill is going to be pushing for wins. I think we'll still see Sutton up there being really competitive, Ingram being up there really competitive. It'll be interesting to see what sort of dynamic Jelly might have this weekend if the BMWs are quick. Because um, obviously we saw him help out Turkington in qualifying at Snetterton last time out. And then there are also the other players in there. You've got Butcher, who's normally pretty yeah. handy around here. Morgan's always good for a win Morgan's here. handy. And if the Hondas are going to be quick, then is Cook going to be up there? Is Plato going to be up there? And Shedden? I think Plato is more likely better than Cook. Yeah, I think Plato will probably have a better weekend than Cook overall. Yeah. I don't know what's gone wrong with Cook. I know the car's not been great, but equally, Plato took a podium at Snetterton. Mm. Qualified fairly... Comfortably as well. Qu qualified fairly well. Yeah. Raced fairly well in races one and two. It wasn't shuffled back down the field due to complete lack of pace in that car. So I'm not... I'm not fully sure what the issue is at the minute of Cook and the Honda. We'll have to see how that... Co I say, anyway, to get your mojo back for Cook, is going to be here. Mm. But 
even if he wins all three races, I don't see the other four dropping enough points. Yeah. Looking further down the grid, then. Yep. What do you think we're going to be looking at for, say, Jack Sears this weekend? I'm going Thompson. Okay. I have to say, uh, not even a great. Well, 17th, 16th, and 12th at the start of the season here. Yeah. Um, the car is okay round here. Do I? It's the it's the gamble on gamble. Is how is the real driver going to do around here? Yeah. Not completely sold on how it's going to go. Having said that, he has a 14th for 20th and a 14th here last time at Thruxton, so in the points. I just think Bobby will score a bit more consistently this weekend. Well, I'm going for someone who has surprised me a little this season. And I think last year the Astros did quite well here. And yep. I'm wondering whether Ash Hand might pull out that consistency that we've seen from him a couple of times this season. 10th, 10th, 9th. Exactly. So I'm hoping, <laughs> hoping that he's going to find some of that speed again. I think the Astra deals fairly well with the flowing corners yep. of Thruxton. Um, it doesn't play to any of its weaknesses or, or such. And I think we could see Ash Hand taking home Jack Sears this weekend. He was very unlucky not to take it home at Snap. Yeah, he was very unlucky not to. I, so. I agree with you on that. Um, it could be Dan Lloyd's final weekend of the season. Yes. Desperately trying to sort out enough funding for him to continue, which I hope he manages to find. Do you think he will bow out with a bang this weekend? Or potentially bow out with a bang? We've got a, about a month's break between now and Silverstone, so there's plenty of time yep. to try and raise that money. But of course... The way the world is, it's not easy to raise the best part of 50 grand. Yeah, um, yeah. It was seeing his um, his vlogs and stuff like that on his YouTube channel. It was interesting to see. He sort of like sh- quickly showed a shot of how much the actual repair bill for that was. It, it was definitely six figures. I think so. Yeah. It looked to me about 120, um, which is astonishing for the impact that there was. The size of the accident that it was. I think we've probably seen some bigger accidents in touring cars. Yeah, but I think cost but it's a now. lot. Yeah, it's a lot of expensive stuff at the front end of that yeah, car. Yeah, you're looking at chassis, engine, yeah. components, the beautiful hybrid system. Yeah, and um, as as you say, he's been putting packages together, been putting lots of different uh, events on as well, and offering lots of different merchandise um, to try and raise these funds that he's. he's got a target of um, and I think he's had a decent start in the first week or two yeah absolutely um, yeah I wish him all the very best in getting that that through um, and I hope if it is his last weekend he's able to at least take one more win or something as a, as a <coughs> hopefully not a goodbye just a what's until the, next year yeah sabbatical what's yeah. the word you know yeah, I think the problem is and this does highlight a, a bigger problem with the touring cars I think it's a problem with all motorsport is that it's very quickly becoming a rich, well, rich man's club. Let's be fair, a rich person's club at the very least. And you've if got you to have the money. You've got to yeah. have the following. Yeah, and it's a shame because you end up losing genuine talent off the grid, like Dan Lloyd, who I think is a genuine talent, for the sake of keeping somebody else in the sport who might not necessarily deserve the place on pure merit. I'm not going to name names. Um, oh, he, he he's a better driver than some other drivers. Yeah. And, and let's make it clear all the drivers apart from a select few have to find their way to the grid I'm not saying that there's yep. drivers that you know, just get money rolled in I imagine there's about a handful that probably don't have to bring as much as others a prime example is yes Proctor brings a decent amount of money he had a brilliant season yep. last season 
and he wasn't able to get something together to get on the grid this season. And you saw by his performances last year that they were much better than some others on the grid from yeah. last year compared to this year. But the question is always, what, yeah, what have you already got in place? What sponsors can you yep. bring? What deals you already have in place? You know, and it's clear that from Proctor's point of view, you're never going to match the spending power of Jason Plato. No. No, have you seen that rich, rich energy well, yeah, I mean. hospitality bus that's yeah. come along this season? That's what I mean. You, you're not going to be able to beat the spending power of that. And without trying to say that Jason shouldn't be on the grid, because that's not what I mean, but the point is that there'll always be a driver more rich than you or yeah. who can bring more to the team than you can. Yeah. And you're going to struggle to get on the grid for that. It's just a shame that Dan Lloyd may be forced off the grid just on the count of not having the funds, where somebody who has got the funds but not as much talent is able to stay on the grid a lot easier. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. There's no driver programs now, really. Not really. Not that's not the same way they used to be. No, definitely. There's not no funded the drives. There's no sort of half-funded drives mm. or academy places or yeah. It, it's now if you don't have the money to bring, you're not getting on the grid, which I think is probably we've seen a little bit of a stoppage now in new faces coming through from the lower series. You think of the players that are in here: Ingram, Hill, Sutton, drivers like that who came through the lower echelons who recently has actually come up and succeeded really even drivers that have come through the lower series this year that are coming to it like George Gamble like Ash Hand they've had to wait a couple of seasons say, yeah, yeah. before they've actually been able to get the sponsorship and the money together yeah. they're almost having to save up for a season yeah. and then have a real good go at it yeah exactly you know I think really the only one I can think of that came almost straight out of one into the other was Crease a couple of years back when he came out of the Jeanettes into the yeah um, and that's because he had Team Hard behind him. Yeah. So. So it's um, yeah. There's a wider problem there. I'm not really sure what the answer is. Um, it, motorsport is expensive, obviously, and it's the same across all motorsport. There's no real cheap motorsport to get into, particularly unless you want to go do Citroen Two Cs, which they're not going to get you very high in the motorsport world. Let's be fair. They're good fun, but very good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Not to disparage anybody who's doing it, but you're not going to become a Formula fact, One driver. From you it. mentioned that. 24-hour race at Snetton this weekend for them. You're not going this year? No, I'm not. You normally do? No, I know, but we've got touring cars to watch, mate. We do. We could watch it streaming. We may actually be able to do that. I mean, we could go to Snetton, watch two CVs and I thought you meant stream the two CVs. No, we've got the F1 to watch at the same time. It's too much much motorsport. Anyway, away from that kind of, yeah, little tangent. Who We've done who you expect to go well. Who do you think is going to have a stinker? Oh, stinkers. I, I have a feeling that maybe someone like Collard, following up from a really good weekend last time out, might have a little bit of a stinker this weekend. Do you um, reckon? Yeah. I know he might. He found his feet very well last weekend, and he raced well apart from the last lap. Um, well, he raced well. He, yes, that, yeah. you know, he went, for the, went for it. And, yeah, I just have a feeling that he might drop off this weekend a little bit. I don't think I'm as convinced on Plato as you. I think he'll have a good weekend. Um, but I think you've gone for a race win for him, which I think is quite bold. He's bold, but he's in a good uh, patch at the moment. He drove real with at Snetterton. Seems to have the car under his sort of control, which is always a good thing when you're driving a car. Yeah, um, yeah I don't see why not. I think he's more likely than Cook. So race three. I'm not thinking he's going to qualify, stick it on pole and run away into the distance. I'm yeah. talking a race three grid reversal, which he then doesn't mess the start up on. <laughs> that would be a nice off- <laughs> nice opportunity for him. Uh, I think Camish struggles this weekend. I was just looking at him as well. And I think we've not had a jelly weekend for a while. Oh, a bit of a wobble. A bit of a wobble. Yeah. 
and I can see Jelly and Camish coming together. Uh, that, yeah. Mm. Oh, see, that's 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 peak, peak your interest. I think Jelly will do okay in qualifying, so I think he'll be he a little does. bit, a little bit further. Yeah, off but, the but he gets yeah. shuffled down a bit. <clears throat> Certainly could do. I'm wondering how well the Infinities are going to go this weekend. I mean, the whole the end of the season for them, basically. I know. Moffat had, obviously, good uh, results at Alton, decent results at Croft. Then Sneston happened. And then Sneston happened, and he was not a happy boy. No, I mean... From, he threw some shots around as well, From Moffat's point of view, you've gone from what was a title-winning car last year, albeit under slightly different regs. But the regs haven't changed that much. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. Yep. It's not changed as exponentially as when the NGTC cars came yep. in or the change in F1 this season. It's not a huge change. And the car is terrible. It took a long time to even get it to look semi-controllable. At Brands, I said it at the time, it was easily the worst car I could see from standing on the, you know, on the sides. It looked horrendously out of shape. Both cars. They kind of got a little bit of form together, and then Snetterton just—it was car problems, the heat problems, mm-hmm. other people problems. The hybrid wasn't working. It just seems... And that is a problem. The hybrid not working is, is awful. You can't have that. And it's not just their car that's no. struggling with it. I don't... Obviously, we said in the review it could well be down to the heat that yep. was in the car and stuff like that. But there are a lot of issues with it last time out. There's been a lot of issues all season with the hybrid, which you expect to a degree in a, t- in a teething season. However, I'm very strongly of the view that if one car reports a problem that could be diagnosed, then no car should be able to run it. Okay. Because it's, it's not down to the team's fault. That it's not working. It's not like in DRS where it's a mechanical error. It, it's supposed to be on all cars, and it should be work. It's provided by Toka, effectively. Yes. Therefore, if they can't run it on all cars, and they can diagnose it as yes, no, they're right, that's not working. I don't think any car should be able to run it. But because take, take last weekend for example. Yep. Could it be a case of not cooling the battery pack down enough in the cockpit, or? Um, I think it, it, it very much depends on what the system issue is. Yeah, I get that. To be so strict on going, okay, no one's using it. I get that, and if they haven't done, that's what I mean. If they can diagnose it, mm. which is, I agree, is difficult to do during race. But I mean, if they have been told to run the car at no hotter than such and such, and they overheat the car, then yes, I understand what you're saying. But if they can't provide a pack that works, it's not just on their car. They've had there's been problems mm. up and down the grid all season, apart from on WSRs. There's been problems up and down the grid all season. So I kind of feel like if if it's not working and there's no, there's no obvious reason as to why it's not working, then no car should be able to run it for yeah. that race. I think it, it's a little harsh, especially if something happens mid-race. Yeah, mid-race, but it wasn't just mid-race. He went no, to the I grid know, about it I know, working. I know. But mid-race you can accept because a wire falls out and that's just bad luck. But if you can't actually get it to hook up before you get into the grid, there's no obvious reason to why it's failing. I th- I think that's a little bit strict. Well, I think build a system that works. Well, yeah, it is still in its infant stage. It's the first year that it has been used in race conditions. Yes, you've done thousands of miles in the hybrid car from last season and doing lots of testing and stuff like that, but it's never been used in anger as such. Do you think we keep it next year? Yes, I think they're going to have to persist with it. I think it's either a Do you three. Think they should. It's either a three or a five-year contract that Do you they, think they got. Should? Well, yes, because it's always going to have to go this way with the way that the world is 
moving around and having to go to hybrid systems we've seen in F1 yeah they have some issues with theirs at points but they've got the money behind it to go right we need to develop this and go in the right direction see I think what they should do is not have it next season and spend that, that season having an actual think and a big overhaul for how it works for 24 because it's just not worked it's been a disaster in my opinion well we don't know and what the overhaul is going to be between the two seasons we don't but this I think, time around I think Paul O'Neill made a very good point at the telly last time which look, careful I know fans are now starting to ask serious questions he's right it's just not working mm. it's just not working no, I understand the, con- the concept behind it is definitely not working. No. You're not getting the amount of varied results that we've had in seasons gone by. But, but I think that needs to be adjusted in the way that it's deployed, the way that it's used, the difference between vehicles. But why is the, why is the hardware not working? And why are so many teams having issues with it? I, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not technically minded enough to be able to answer that. Um, but I'm sure there will be, if it needs to get to it, probably a crisis meeting at the end of the season to go, right, what needs to change? And I think it won't just be um, Cosworth, Cosworth, Cosworth. And Cosworth, Cosworth and M-Sport. I think it will be teams, it will be Alan Gow, it will be everyone that is of importance in the sport. So it will be BMW engines next year then? We'll see how it develops. Should we move on to some predictions for the weekend? Yep, so just as a reminder before we go into our predictions, because this will shape the championship, Turkton leads the title uh, standings on 282 from Ingram on 267, Hill 258, Sutton on 257, and I'll put Cook in there for the sake of variety, 210 for me, too far back. Yep, I would agree on that one. Right, predictions then. Sam, would you like to give me your pole position? Well, if you haven't seen this on social media, we got asked by PitchBTCC, um, who run the official British Touring Car app, to send our predictions across this week, and neither of us have changed from those predictions. So if you've seen them already, you will know that I have gone for Jake Hill for a pole position. Mm-hmm. And yours? I have gone for Ingram. So neither of us are going for the Wingfoot Warrior, that is Colin. Mr. Consistency on a Saturday. Indeed. Uh, no, I've got Ingram on this one. Okay. Uh, that car is powerful and Tingers will be looking for a pointsy weekend. <laughs> Might be looking for more more of a pointsy weekend than uh, even last time out. My winners this weekend, I'm sticking with another double win. Yep. And Further proof the hybrid system isn't working. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and I am going for Jake Hill. I was just looking at his results for the last six rounds, and he's had five podiums and a fifth. I have my own, last last six races. I have my own feeling about Hill this weekend. Which okay. I've, to. Uh, I've gone for three winners. Spread spread my uh, chips across the table. Ingram, Sutton, and reverse win. Plato. I don't think I mentioned my other win. By you the didn't. Way. No. Uh, I'm going for Shedden. Okay. As a race You're three. You're convinced that Honda's going to come good. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Your Jack Sears for the weekend. As I mentioned it earlier, Ash Hand. I think the Astra goes fairly well here. He had fairly bad luck last time out to not finish that race three. Otherwise, he'd have taken the Jack Sears at Snetterton. And I just think he's progressing in the season quite well. Yeah, that's understandable. I'm going Bobby Thompson. I think that he will be the consistent see you need, particularly around a track like Thruxton, where he won't do anything too silly. 
quite stable. Might not win all three rounds, but will be close enough over the other two to, to win the overall weekend. That's fair enough. Your general prediction. Okay, my general prediction. I was going to go slightly bolder, but I've, I've reined it in a little bit. I'm going to go for no podium for Cook this weekend. Now, considering the seven wins that he's had in the last 12 races at Thruxton, it is fairly bold, but I need to make up points. You do? So <laughs> You do, you massively do. Cards are on the table. Well, I see your Cook not getting a podium, and I raise you. This is where I come to Hill. I think this weekend, Hill and Turkton come together, not in the way the Beatles did, as in Clash, and not in the way Joe Strummer did, as in take one one or the other off. And to define it, contact will lead to one of them having to leave the track. Okay. And given there's a, ca- a chicane at the end they might one of them might have yeah. to cut, I'm quite comfortable. Yeah. Okay. We'll I see. Think, I think Hill is going to know that this is probably the track he's strongest at. Yeah. Out of the three that yeah. are left. Possibly the one Colin's weakest at. Possibly, if you look mm. at the results. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to know that he's got to make some ground. And Turkington's got to not take too many risks. And Turkington doesn't take risks. We know Turkington doesn't mm. take risks. We saw them race fairly well at Snetterton with each other. Part of the reason that I don't... I think if they look like they're going to come together, I think Turkington will back out. He didn't back out at Snetterton. No, but he... And Hill ran him wide at Snetterton. I, t- I tell you what, they raced really well at the start of race yeah, they two. They did. Snetterton. They gave each other... Racing room, but it's going to. Hill's been told from the first race of the season when they race that he's got to be careful with Colin. There's going to come a point where he's going to go. Do you know what, mate? I've got my own sponsors. It's, I've got my own title. He's I've a bit more brash s- than Colin. I've seen this play somewhere before. Who? Oh yes, Andy Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think there's going to come a point where Hill's going to go. Do you know what, mate? I've got my own sponsors. I've got to, got to keep happy. Yep. I want to be a ch- champion as well. Mm. I'm going for it, mate. We'll do it afterwards. I was going to say. It- we don't know. This could be the best opportunity he gets. And we've seen him be fairly respectful in the past. Knock Hill mm. won. Last yep. time at Snetterton won. They've raced side by side. I think there comes a point where he's going to go, you know what? No. Yeah. I'm not a bot-ass. <laughs> Never be a bot-ass. 2.0. <coughs> so who are they concerned? Yes. Uh, right. You're, we're going to do the corner cutting club this weekend. Uh, once again. We've brought it back. We have. Uh, and this is the number of cars that are shown on camera, whether live or on replay, cutting the final chicane. Not yes. in qualifying, just in races 1, 2 and 3 for the BTCC. Sam, the closest number wins you've gone for? I've gone for 6. Do we get an extra point if we get it exact? No, stop okay. trying to find ways to claw that point. I need the points. You can't just change the corner cutting club. I can. No. Oh, okay. Go on then. Yours? I'll go for 5. Ooh. Now you get a point per driver if you can get um, a drive one of these drivers. Yeah, I've gone. Well, we picked three each. Three each. I've gone for Parfit. I believe you went for last time. I around. did, and he didn't cut it. No, um, I'm thinking he's going to have a little more pace uh, and be with the cars this weekend. He did well at Snetterton until till the grass happened. Uh, I've also gone for Lloyd. Yep. And finally, gone for Thompson. Okay. I've gone for Gamble. It's bold. No, it's not. I can just see it happening. There's normally a BMW that cuts it at some point. I've gone for Jelly, because I think him and Camish... There's another BMW. <laughs> yeah, him and Camish will be battling at some point this weekend. Okay. And I've gone for Aaron Taylor-Smith. He's the kind of driver in the mid, in the sort of middle pack mm-hmm. who might get hung out to dry a little bit yep. and forced across the grass, or concrete as it is. Yeah. Right, the bingo. 
just a reminder actually on the on the predictions that I am currently leading oh, twenty. We don't we don't need. Oh, they need to know. No, they they need to know. I'm twenty points to your fourteen and a half. Yeah. They need to know. They need to know the backing this weekend. Yeah. Tom. Bingo. Which, Bingo. Which I'm leading eight points to six. Yes. Um, <laughs> what are your three for this weekend? Addison uh, or Harvey? Doesn't matter which who says. Addison or Harvey? Yeah, I thought I'd I'd get an Addison one in there fairly early. I'm hoping he's going to go for a battle pack this weekend. Yeah. We normally see like trains out the back of the circuit coming we down. We don't see trains. Trains of cars out the Maybe. back of the circuit. <laughs> They're on strike. <laughs> no, that's Royal Mail. Um, I mean, at this point, name someone who's not on strike. <laughs> yeah, There'll be no pod next week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Battle Pack coming down into that final chicane. Uh, it's going to be three wide at one point, I reckon. Okay. Um, also going to reference Cook's double win earlier in the season mm-hmm. and how he might not be quite the same this time around. Uh, and finally, happy to sit and bank the points. That's got to come in surely this weekend. Unless Turkerton finishes at the back in the race one, then you're absolutely... Uh, it doesn't have to be Turkerton. You, you've got Ingram, you've got Sutton, you've yeah, got Hill. But, but there are, there no, are more opportunities Those three are it. not happy to sit and bank the points. <laughs> with the possible exception of Ingram. Sutton yeah. has never been happy to sit and bank the points. Yeah, he has to fight his inner demon and say, no, I must not overtake, I must be <laughs> must be careful. Um, I've gone for real drive, struggling to get heat in their tyres in the opening couple of rounds because they'll be one on pole and one will get away from him. Okay. Or one near the pole. Yeah, Someone yeah. Ingram, obviously. Um, you can see him using the hybrid, or her, using the hybrid. And he'll mix up the teammates. So, you can see it now. Jelly's who, who do you think will mix up teammates? Jelly will spun. That's Turkington! No! No! And then, it's alright, Tim. You can, you're can. you okay. Don't worry. There's your Hornix. It's okay. Turkin's fine. That was Jelly. Oh, dear. Maybe he needs an eye test. Be even more embarrassing if you mix up Turkington and Hill. Yes, it would. Very much so. Um, well, we're at home this weekend, watching it from our sofas. Well, my, well you're, you're at mine, actually. Yes, sorry. Is, is this your, way, is your sort of cryptic way of telling me you're not coming over now? No, no, no. It, it feels like home, mate. It feels oh. like home. Oh. Um, That's the nicest from, you ever said. <laughs> watching it from the sofas, um, making sure that we count all those corner cuts this you're weekend. Not sharing the sofa. No. I like to lounge. Yeah. In my lounge. Yes, exactly. In um, your lounge where? Please do let us know who you think will come out on top this weekend, whether you think that Cook will be out of the championship battle, whether Turkington will extend his lead at the top, or whether Ingram, Hill and Sutton will take any wins this weekend and points away from Turkington. If Turkington wins this weekend... How, how many times? As in wins the weekend, oh, okay. amount, amount yep. of points. Extends his lead. Yeah. Yeah. Is it done? Not quite. Okay. For me. I think it is. I think with having six rounds left, I think there's just enough time to make stuff happen. Especially with such a big break. Mm. Maybe the weather comes in to play a part. We know yeah, that yeah, the BMWs yeah. don't like the rain as much. And I think we could quite easily see rain at Brands at the final round. And at Silverstone. Yeah. I still think if he wins this weekend, points-wise, he wins the championship. Okay. I think this weekend decides it all. Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> we'll have Time to wa- travel. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we'll be back again next week with the review pod um, and try and keep you up to date in the meantime for who is on pole from Saturday's qualifying. You'll have to do that as I'm out. Yes. Any more to add? 
No, I don't think so. Enjoy the racing. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com.